side is I'm just joking. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Pilgrims and Prodigals podcast. Um, sorry we missed you last week. We had some ups and downs with scheduling and technical mm. difficulty. As, we missed you a lot, though. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. As previously oh, so stated, much. we may not be technological geniuses, but uh, we can talk. So we figure we have 50, yeah. we have fifty percent of this podcasting thing down. So why not just run for with sure? It? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we've been really busy this week, just doing stuff, trying to get everything figured out, and my volume is really low for some reason. I'm going to turn it up just a little bit. All right. But yeah, like Ben said, we missed you guys. We love you so much. Ben, I don't know if you noticed this, but our fan base on Buzzsprout yeah. is officially up to, like, I think 64 listeners. Wow, that's intense. I don't even know what that really means, but I'm sure it's that important. That means we have, on average, about 64 people who are listening. Hey, that's what's up. Yeah, right? Right on. Right on. Well, so, 64 you of you, I love you. Ooh. And I have to tell you this, something okay, that is su- I found super interesting. Yeah. 25% Ooh. of our plays, which is the – okay, I'm going to g- give you one chance to guess. What is our top-rated city that consists of 25% of our plays? Wait. Okay, top, I'll give you two top guesses. Top-rated city? Yeah, the, the number one city that plays our podcast more than any other. And it has 25% of our plays. One out of every four plays that have ever been on our podcast has been in this city. You know, I really want to say Anderson because I feel like that's legit. But you seem to be like, <laughs> so I don't think that it is Anderson because I think you're Two more guesses. Pull, pull one over on me. Is it Tokyo? Yeah. It is. I knew you were going to say that. You're always talking it's about... It's freaking Tokyo, Japan, You're always bro. talking about the Japan listeners. And if you're listening, Japan, we freaking love you. You're on the Sayonara. other side of the freaking world. And you arigato. Fre- you freaking... Oh, my... <laughs> yes. Arigato. Yeah. Como yeah. arigato. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's probably white people in Japan, to be oh honest. Oh, my like... God. What if it's not? What are you doing right now? <laughs> What? I'm so sorry if it's yeah, not. Hey, you I know just what? don't. If you, know you are what? a Japanese person listening to this podcast, <laughs> we just pretty much dog the American church. So, I mean, if you're probably just getting a good laugh out of it, which is no, cool too. That <laughs> so. that is a great question. I would love. I wonder what <laughs> what is church like in Japan? That just yeah. that's a great question. Is it very? Is it like modernized? Is it westernized? Is it totally different? I have no idea. Do you have cowboy churches? Why would they have cowboy churches? Because <laughs> it's Western. No, like like the old Western, Western Hemisphere, <laughs> Keith. Western Hemisphere, not like Western. So we're settling the American West, boys. Like yeah, not... they ride they ride to church on horses. Oh my god, I don't know how to deal with this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everybody. Again, I. I uh, even though I love you, I don't want to spend the first 10 minutes of the podcast saying thank you yeah. like we did on our other episode. You guys rock. Get over yourselves. All right, next. <laughs> exactly. Next course of action. Exactly. We've yes. actually been also working on some music. Isn't that right, Ben? Uh, yeah. A little bit? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. We have been working on music. Um, so we're hoping to have this recorded eventually to where we can maybe put out like a three or four song uh, demo EP 
again, mm-hmm. I can't stress enough. We yeah. are not professionals at this. So we're just literally, we're like taking our dream by the haunches and like, mm. man, trying to make it happen. So, by the gonads. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, that's, that's a good word. Good word. Gonads. <laughs> I, I honestly haven't said that word since I was like 12 years old, but yeah, no, I we're know. bringing it, it back. It was in my health book. They called them the gonads. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm dead serious, man. Did you I go to know. a Christian school? I did go to a Christian school. <laughs> so I don't they can't even say testicles are like, no, no, no. They're gonads. I, hey, look, I'm being real. If that's a real medical term, then I'm just <laughs> confused about what, like, that does not sound like a real medical term to me to say gonads. But in my health book, in my Christian school, they were like teaching yeah. us about anatomy and they were like, these are the gonads. If that's really the scientific name, I will just be flabbergasted that like something yeah. so that's another weird word. So hilarious. Flabbergasted gonads. Is that a- <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just should so be- you guys know that's going to be on the EP. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually going to be the title. Pilgrims and Prodigals yeah. colon flabbergasted gonads. <laughs> Bam. This there is this is deep. Keith, okay. I have a confession to make because this yes. is because this is because this is a, a place where I find Christian community with you. I wanted to make a confession. Mm. I've got another confession to make. <laughs> Go Thank for it. you, Foo Fighters. Uh, <laughs> uh, forgive me, Father, because I have sinned. I have spent. I've, I have. I spent sixty dollars on a stupid phone game. Oh my goodness! You and your phone games, but do you remember that one time you were supposed to? What was it? It's back when I had PlayStation. You were supposed to get this game with me or something like that. Yeah. And you ended up spending like fifty bucks, like all of your spending money, on a phone game. Yeah, and you know what's really sad, Keith, is that it's the same game. It's the same game that I spent that fifty dollars on. That I spent another forty dollars or sixty dollars. Dude, I'm gonna uninstall this game and change your password no on your phone. dude i'm telling you bro like what is it what is this game what, uh, what are we advertising it's, it's so it's so terribly by the way nerdy. pilgrims and prodigals is brought to you by dragon ball z doken battle where you oh can battle <laughs> you can battle with your favorite characters no <laughs> why ben why because man they get you it's these stupid the phone games they're like it's free to play it. Come inside. Welcome. No cost. Just fun. And then you get in there and you're like, man, this is so great. I, I wish I could do that. And they're like, well, that's actually the VIP section. It costs $20 yeah. to get over there. And you're like, but but everything in here is free, you said. And they're like, with their eyes, like you can look into it and see the <laughs> flames of Satan. Like, yes, it is free. Now make a purchase. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't blame you. I remember back when Temple Run 2 first came out. Oh, dude, yes. Yeah, I dropped some <laughs> money into that. Like those, I bet that guy, whoever created that app is like a billionaire right now. Because people are still playing it. Literally just a guy running and you're like, dude, this needs this needs like five bucks right now. I need to run better. Yes. Need- <laughs> For no reason at all. You're not getting anything out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I Dude, like this game literally, like if my phone died... And, and like just cell phones weren't a thing. I would have so much money invested in this game where you pay like 40 bucks and you're like, I unlocked a new character. 
And then every, the whole rest of the world is like, hey, man, it's okay. We can talk about your problems. Like, what's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's literally like, it's like <clears throat> gambling. It's gambling for children. They're like, maybe if I spend $5, I can get this extra character. Oh, I didn't get it. Maybe I spend five more dollars, I can. Oh, it's okay. Man. I'm the, I mean, I'm the same way on Smite sometimes. Like, do you know, do, it like, is, whenever there's a, exactly whenever there's a right. skin I want to get and it's like, you know, five bucks to to open a chest and roll for it, and it's like, all right, I failed the first time, but maybe this time I can get it. And then you miss it, and then you just keep doing that like four or five times, and you're like, all right, I'm in like twenty bucks, and I've got like Dude, a couple voice packs. This is not cool. I'm just saying that like <laughs> anything like that, that's a phone game, a video game, it like it says you spend this much money and you get a chance at X Y Z. That is literally like gambling for nerds. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. you spend $5 and you're like, oh, I didn't get it. Well, I already spent five. I mean, I got to get it. Let me spend 10. Oh man, I didn't get it. Oh, I already spent 10, like just one more time. <laughs> right. And then you're like, all right, dude, I'm $25 in. We got to freaking get this thing. And then before you know it, you're like, I sure wish I had $60, <laughs> but man, I got it. I got it. <laughs> It's so. Oh, bad. I mean, I know, I know people who have dropped literally thousands of dollars into video games. I mean, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Literally, yeah, yeah. A lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, no, but anyways, the, the we thing... didn't we didn't come here today to talk about video games. What's on your mind, Ben? Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to state that I think it's wrong that these phone games and video games give you a drug dealer discount where they're like. The first one's free. Mm. The first one's free, man. And then they get you addicted and you're like, take it all. Just take it all. I need this character. So I just wanted to, I just, I, I was, I was taken advantage of and I wanted to speak my mind, but I do got to say something though. I was listening to one of our previous episodes. It was the evangelism one. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at one spot, I got to pick on you for a second. Cause I Go remember ahead. at one spot, I was listening to it and you were referring to what evangelism is to you, and you were like, I just want to get messy with people. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Jeez. I, just, I was pretty listening to that. <laughs> I was at work, and I literally started cracking up. I don't know how I didn't catch that the first time. <laughs> I just want to – no, I, I can't even say it I just want to get messy no, with people. No, <laughs> stop. It never happened. We're <laughs> – no one, if you're listening to this, please don't go back and listen to that episode now. <laughs> Which I know what you meant by that. You weren't yeah. talking about anything sexual. <laughs> yeah, but it just sounds terrible. Like those it words coming bad. out of your mouth shouldn't happen. <laughs> I apologize to everyone listening in, you, Keith. I've That's another <laughs> confession. It's like that whole uh, scandalous grace thing. Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, so this, this, is, this is a great segue. Grace is so scandalous. This is a great segue into the next section of what Christians do or stupid stuff that Christians do. Yeah, because which we're gonna we're gonna come up with a cool um, audio thing, little you know intro type thing. But for yeah. now, here you go. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, honestly, you could probably just edit this out and then pop in a little cool thing. But either way. Okay. So I'll do that. Stuff that Christians do that is annoying or frustrating to me because it, I see it happen all the time because I spend more time than one should on the internet watching videos and like if you open up my YouTube, 
it literally is like cringe compilations and then Christian cringe compilations <laughs> because it's the yep. world that I came from. So I like cringing at it. <laughs> mine is all like try not to laugh compilations. Yeah. That's man. all of mine. Taking over YouTube. But the thing. Anal that- and Rogers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the thing that gets me, bro, is whenever I see a Christian having a conversation with someone and they're, you know, debating or talking and then like, uh-oh, this person made a logical point that seems to have invalidated my point. And rather than coming back with a good logical response to meet them as equals, they're like, uh-oh, kick it into God gear. And they're like, well, the Bible says. And as soon as I hear that, I'm like, Lord, forgive them. They know not <laughs> yes. what they do. <laughs> because, because... So I'm not going to think... Uh... I'm just going to quote this thing real quick. Or it's literally just like, I'm not able to think that good. So the Bible says, and when you're talking to someone who doesn't really put a lot of weight on the Bible, you're literally like, you might as well be saying like, um, Garfield comic strips once communicated. (laughs) And then they're like, all right. Okay. So now that that's over, do you have a logical point to support that? I mean, exactly. can, can, and then here's, I'm going to be said Christian. Is there anything that we could really say that would be better than what the Bible has already said? I mean, can't we just leave it there? And you're like, no, because to that person you're talking to, the Bible has the same weight as like a Jim Davis comic strip of Garfield eating lasagna. It does not matter to them. Yeah, now, for sure. And I don't want to say that the Bible doesn't matter because what the Bible says or what I've interpreted from it and gained an understanding of, <clears throat> that's kind of what I build my life on. Well, I, the thing is, if you, it all comes down to, like you said, how valid of a book do you hold the Bible to be? You know, if you're a, a Christian and you really believe the Bible to be truth and whatever aspect that is, whether you think it's all literal or some of it's metaphorical or whatever it is, if you believe the Bible to be truth and wisdom, then you're going to heed the words in it. Even I still do that. But if I'm talking to someone who doesn't know God, doesn't believe in the Bible, doesn't that, you know, they're holding in the same reverence as a Garfield comic strip. They're not going to be like, Oh, well, since you said that, that makes perfect sense. Oh, oh, and they're like, Oh wait, is that what the Bible says? Oh, forgive me. I must not have known that. Thank you for your education. But it's not, it's not going to happen like that. It's not just going to. Yeah. No, you're totally right. But for for people to be able to relate to the world, you're going to have to – because I personally, I think that the Bible is full of truth and that truth can be communicated in a logical thought that doesn't have to mention the Bible. So you can say like the reason I think this logical thought is because of a thought process I was introduced to by the Bible. Totally, I'm following you because you're still speaking my language. But when you're like literally just like – uh, well, you know, the Bible says, and then immediately I'm like, what? No. Well, yeah. No. Cause also what that is, it's someone refusing to even think for themselves. They're just saying, you know, well, this is what I was taught. This is what the Bible says, or even this is someone's interpretation of, because even in the Bible, there mm-hmm. are different interpretations of the same scriptures. So no, pretty yeah. much what, what someone is saying is like, well, this is what I was told to be true. So, uh. You know, and maybe, you know, maybe people have thought it out, but like, I know, like, you know, people even we know and talk to, they're like, well, 
You know, I don't have all the answers, but I'm okay with what this says. And I'm just not at that point. You know, some mm-hmm. people are okay with that. Some people are okay to <laughs> hear what a Bible verse says about something and be like, okay, well, that's obviously what God thinks. That's uh, obviously the truth. So I don't really need to go any deeper because mm-hmm. I don't I don't really care to. Yeah. But for me, that's not where I'm at. Like, I want to figure out what all this stuff is. Like, when we were talking about marriage, like, last week and... Um, you know, what is it and what isn't it and all that stuff. And, oh, yeah. You know, Man, like, now that's the guy a we topic. Were, we'll get on that yeah, later. <laughs> and who we, the guy we were talking to, which I love him, but, you know, he's just kept going back to this one scripture and saying, you know, this one out of context scripture in the middle of the Bible and saying, well, this is what marriage is. This is what marriage is. Well, you have to look at it in the context of everything. If the whole Bible isn't pointing towards that, like, how can you say that because this one verse says it and you're not – you don't really care to investigate it any further, how can you just claim that as 100% truth? If you really believe that, go for it. But you, you, you're you not going to convince me that you're that I'm wrong and you're right based off this one out-of-context, irrelevant scripture that was based on a culture 2,000 years ago. Yeah, and see, that's the thing is that I – can appreciate what you're saying right there is because you're not like abandoning the Bible, but you're saying, okay, let's boil it down, distill it and pull out the truth. That's still relevant for me today and make yeah. a logical point about it. You're not just like, well, this is what it says. End of argument. Like, for example, I've had conversations with people where it's like, Hey, uh, so the, the well, in this out starts, well, the Bible says, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then I, I, I try to introduce some logic like, well, what do you think about this? Do you, do you think that's right? Does that set right with you? And do you think that we can apply the other scriptures if we hold that scripture as you hold it? And then their response is literally, but it says it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just so, you, so you've given up. You've really – so you've just given up and you're not even trying anymore. Basically well, – people – yeah. No, go, go for I was just going to say okay. it's like it's a trump card that does not win you anything. Doesn't win you arguments. It's a it's a, it's just a it's kind of like a cop out. Like the Bible yeah, says, whoosh, and is. then, but I don't have a problem with people saying that as long as they say, well, the Bible says this. So what I think is, and they present logical points that can hold up their own. The thought can hold itself has enough logic to support itself. It's just based on scripture. I'm okay with that. But when you don't have the logic to support an argument and you just say, well, the Bible says, it's not a valid argument. You just are saying I'm losing. So watch this. <laughs> Secret moves. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. that's what it is. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like sometimes inside the Christian church, we have this idea that thinking is bad, that if I think too much, I'm going to get caught in my own intellect and my own ideas of things and become too progressive. And then I'm not going to believe in the truth of who God is anymore. But I don't think it's like that. I think things change, like culture changes and we need Mm -hmm. to figure out how we interact with that better. Like we can't, I don't know, like if we stay inside this little Christian bubble it's not going to pop. It's just be, going to become irrelevant, in my opinion. Yeah, no, like, and you're totally right. I mean, I, I don't know. We, I just don't like that idea that I'm – like I can't think for myself. Like I have to just take 
that I have to believe that everything is black and white, and I have to take the Bible completely literal on every word, every sentence spoken. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I don't do that, and if I'm thinking for myself, if I'm trying to figure out any whether it's marriage or whether it's heaven or hell or whether it's you know all this stuff, like yeah, if like if I think for myself, all of a sudden I'm a rebel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and yeah. I just don't agree. I just don't agree with that mindset. I think people need to be able to figure those things out. Now, I don't agree with like the one thing I don't agree with is like taking big things out of context, like the deity of Christ. And there are specific things that the Bible refers to as sin that you know the it's very clear on. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not saying the Bible is like this, yeah. I'm not saying the whole Bible is a gray area. It's definitely not. But there are definitely gray areas that we've tried to define as black and white is all I'm saying. That's the, I think that's the problem is that we as – well, not me, but a lot of Christians hold the Bible to just be black and white. Like it says this. It says that. End of story. That's just what it says. There's no need for logical participation of thought process. That doesn't need yeah. to happen because it's all black and white and it says what it says. But anyone who has ever read any book can tell you that there are two sides to every story or two perceptions. And yeah. you got to work those out. Like you, you have to process the Bible. It's not all black and white. Now, a genius somewhere might have more figured out what's black and what's white than I do, but – I, you can't tell me that it's wrong to process this and you just have to accept what it says because then you're literally like, I don't know. You're just taking the human element out of a relationship with God and I think that's doing yourself and God a disservice to just be like, God gave you free will for a reason because he wanted you to participate in the relationship, not just say, this is black, this is white, so on and so forth. Well, the Bible says, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> It, why, yeah. are we, why are we so sure about everything? Why can't we just be honest and say, you know what? That really doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So let's try and figure it out. People are like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. My brain must be broken. Well, I'll just turn mm-hmm. it off until God fixes it. That's well, not going to fix it. Well, it's because people are told, people are taught to believe that they're wrong if they question things. And, you know, like it, it starts at the top and works its way down. And I think it's a form of manipulation and control. A pastor wants everyone to believe that his interpretation of the scriptures are the 100% truth and the church down the street has it wrong. So this is what the truth is. This is what the Bible talks about these things. And if you disagree with it, you're not going against me. You're going against God. And you don't want to do that, do you? You know what I'm saying? like, And it's oh a, form of, gosh, it's a exactly. form of manipulation. It oh. really is. And, it's really nasty and gross. It's I mean, people so, have like, to figure it out on their own. When you lay it bare like you just did, it sounds so disgusting to be like, well, we just we just want to line up with Scripture. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so I do just, I. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> me too. But it's just funny that like you were the one who got to decide that yeah. what, what Scripture said. Because, like, literally anyone with a freaking brain in their freaking head can tell you that it seems to say different things in different places. It's yeah. not a book that's like, step one, blah, 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 blah. Step two, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's literally just like it's a story of real people with real lives experiencing God in which 
unfortunately had to be in different ways because there is a human element to this thing that we call a relationship with God. And so it's not going to be black and white. When you decipher it, you're going to need to put effort into it. That's why, I mean, what I would call pursuing God and trying to figure all this out is so important. I'm wrestling with God because it's not enough to just read it and say, well, that's what it says because my brain works. And I'm like, no, this seems to not make a lot of sense to me. Let's figure it out. But, but there's so many pastors and I, 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 I love pastors, but they just are like, well, this is what it says. How do you know? I went to college. Okay. Turn your brain off and accept it. Yeah. Where I'm at too is like, I'm, you know, like I've said on almost every podcast that we've done, yeah, I'm okay to even admit that I'm wrong. I'm not even totally. claiming that where I'm at right now is the 100% gospel truth, but I'm willing to figure it out. And I'm trusting that I'm following God and I genuinely want to know him better and I want to know how to live my life better. Mm-hmm. So I think if my if my goal is on that, that I'm going to I'm going to end up in the right spot, even if I go, you know, if I'm up and down and trying to figure things out, maybe Mm -hmm. I'm right on some things, maybe I'm wrong on others, but I mean, I'm I'm okay. Like I said before, I'm okay to be wrong on anything that I say, because I'm not claiming to be the holder of truth. I'm claiming to be the pursuer of truth. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Wow. What a really deep way to say that. But I, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not Keith. I think we could honestly say if we're honest with ourselves, because I know there's some Christian guy out there who's like, well, you guys probably believe something about everything. You have views, even if you don't understand it. Uh, uh, uh. So is that what they sound like? <laughs> yeah. I mean, every single one of them, like literally anytime <laughs> someone talks through the Internet and they're telling me that I'm wrong, that's how I hear their voice. Okay. No, I'm just <laughs> Uh, no, not, not really, but, um, love you guys. Yeah. We love you. And, and if you think I'm wrong, I don't hear your voice like that. I hear your voice as a voice of reason. The only time your voice switches to the er is whenever you're like, well, the Bible says, and then I'm like, okay, here we go. Um, but like, look, people that are listening, I don't want you to think I disrespect people that refer to the Bible as a source of of knowledge. I don't think that at all. It's just when all you give me is a scripture and you say that should be good enough, you know darn well that that is not good enough. It requires mm-hmm. some processing for me, if people to get it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Keith, do you think that – and I think yeah. this is true that – you and me, if we boiled it down and someone presented an issue to us, we would have to fall one way or the other. So like in application, our faith is going to end up being black and white. Now in thought, it's going to, okay. I, I, I might not be totally decided on what I believe, but I'm going to, I'm at a place now where I could, I could make a decision about every single issue in my life, but I'm honest enough to say, that I don't know if this is the right choice. It's just, it's the humility yeah. that we're asking for. Basically it's the humility that says, this is how I feel, but I'm not a hundred percent sure that I'm right. So I apologize for not knowing everything that I might need to know, but it's just where I'm at. This is how I feel mm-hmm. about it. Like, like on. And I the- understand how that's scary too, for some people, because it's really easy to look at that. Like I remember, um, on the, 
one of the posts in the Pilgrims and Prodigals things that me and Tim and Stone were actually talking. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, me and Tim, I think we were talking about cussing or whatever, and me and Tim were, there were a bunch of posts on there that were like, you know, use your own volition and you have to use your own judgment. And, and Stone was like, well, there are things that the Bible says are in, inherently inherently sin, like that there's no there's no use your own judgment on like are you like are you saying that it's like that for everything and i was like no 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 i was i even said this too i was like i would never look at someone and say well adultery isn't my thing but i mean if you want to go do it i'm not going to stop you and use your own judgment on that (laughs) there are definitely certain things that the bible lays out do not do this yeah it will not turn out well for you if you do yeah so so on that note like i'm not holding everything as like well nothing's sin really i mean Mm -hmm. do what you want and use your own judgment there are things the bible lays out of sin and like i said there are things that i won't i won't back down on like things i will think more deeply about and try and figure out more like you know how good is god or talking about the deity of christ or the trinity or stuff like that like like theological viewpoints that every Christian yeah. can agree on if you're not in some kind of weird cult. I mean, you know I, what I'm saying? I, I agree with you to a certain extent, but even those require you to logically process. Like when you, yeah, read, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I want to process them, but I'm, they're not on the chopping board. Like the yeah, deity of Christ yeah. is not on the chopping board for me at it, all. Exactly. That, that's kind of how I feel is that like those things for me are, or like the death and resurrection. Like if the resurrection of Christ was on the chopping board for me, I would not be a freaking Christian right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that my questions more lie in like the application of the faith that I claim is more yeah. of where I'm trying to work things out. Like, for, and and this is this doesn't make any sense. And I'm so, I still hold my viewpoint that it sucks in an argument to say the Bible says and then just leave it at that. But there, you will eventually, if you dig deep enough, you're going to come to a point where someone's like, "How do you know that God is real?" I can't. People have been asking that question for eons, and I can't prove it to you with a logical thought. I can make a good argument, but I can't give you proof. What I am going to come down to is like, I know him. Like, I I know God, and I've had experiences with him, and what I have experienced is real. And no one can tell me that it's not. You know what I mean? People can say, oh, it's this, oh, it's that. That's where you get on an even playing field where faith does play a role. But like when it comes to like the application of our faith to like how we treat people or what is sin, what is not sin, how often should you pray? How often should you not pray? Is tithing a thing? Is tithing not a thing? Should you really go to a church, a westernized church? Is that the best way to do church? All of those questions are like, bruh. Those can be talked about. Bruh, I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, those, those are things that we can talk about that we can even disagree on because I think someone can be... I mean, just as strong of a Christian mm-hmm. and, you know, they can be, you know, a Christian if they don't even go to church at all. I mean, oh, yeah. look at me. I mean, other than I went to I-Town last week, which I'd love to talk about that sometime, some other time, because it was actually a really good experience. Good. But that was the first time I've been to a church in, crap, dude, almost like since Easter. Yeah, and before yeah. and before that, it, that was the first time I went all year. So I've been to church twice, 
all year. We're about uh, seven months into this year. You're, and I've you're, been to you're one twice. of those people that they talk about. You're like, you are the guy on Sunday morning where they're like, there are people out there that are so close to finding Jesus, but they don't have a church that they belong to. We need right? to go reach out to those. We're, people at churches right now are reaching out to you, Keith. They're praying for your <laughs> your immortal soul. <laughs> my lost soul. Yeah. I, just, I just need to find my way back to the path. That's it. You need to find your way back to church, the fold of yeah. God. No, I'm just kidding. That's it. There's safety in a multitude of councils, so hey, obviously bro. I'm not safe right now. No, I I totally disagree with you because I think you do have a multitude of counsel around you, Keith. I, I do. I'm in your I circle. Do. I know what that's like. We have a really close-knit group of friends that, like, Keith, me, I know that other people feel this way about you. But I just care about you. Like whenever mm-hmm. you're making your life choices, I'm not over here judging you. I'm over here thinking about who is Keith and what does God want for his life? Not yeah. trying to impose what I think God wants on your life, but like I just am concerned and love you. And and yeah. I, if you were like doing some crazy off the wall stuff, I would tell you about it. And if I was doing yeah. some crazy off the wall stuff, I'm sure you would tell me about it because we're friends. That's mm-hmm. what God wants the family of God to be like, a family, not like dirk a And I think that's what it comes down to. Like we have to be able to say, hey, I'm concerned about you, not, hey, I don't think you're a Christian. You know, we have to be able to say, you know, hey, you're a Christian, but I see the, I see your lifestyle. I see the way you're living. I see some of the things you're going through. And it might not lead you down the right path. And I think that's perfectly valid to say to somebody. Yeah. You know, if like if I have a friend who is drinking and he's drinking a lot and he's then he starts drinking a lot every day and I see a, a history I, or a something unfolding like a problem with alcoholism, I think I'm OK at that point to say, hey, man, I'm concerned about you as a person that yeah. this is not leading you down a good path. You know, yeah, but, exactly. And, you know, it doesn't even like almost and. It's the love of God in you that would lead you to do that, but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be inherently spiritual. Like you wouldn't necessarily go to a person no. and be like, "You know what, man? This is what God wants for your life." That's probably not how you'd start the conversation because you have enough love in you that you can just tell them that you care about them, and if they bring up spiritual things, you can bring that in. Or if they're at a place where they need a spiritual talk, you can give that to them. If they're at a place where they just need love, you can give that to them. Because you're a real person with real thoughts and you don't have to just say, the Bible says, like, I swear, man, I know, I know that there are people that have gone to alcoholics and just been like quoting scripture. Like, look, the Bible says, don't be a drunkard, la, 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 la. And do you really think that's helping? Do you think that that's bringing them closer to God? Maybe if you get lucky, but the big deal is that they need someone to love them. That's why it's the greatest commandment is to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind and love others as we love ourselves. That's why that's, that's why it's such a big issue is because that's what people need. And I don't, I don't think yeah, that, I mean, if someone, if someone has a problem, they need help out of it. They don't need to just be told that they have a problem. If someone, if you have don't a friend need who's struggling, if you have a friend who's struggling with suicide and depression, you don't need to go to them and say, Hey, what you're doing is wrong. You're you shouldn't be hurting yourself. You shouldn't be thinking like that because because it's just not right. You shouldn't be doing it. You should be happy. You know, God doesn't want you to do that. Blah blah blah. 
Here's some Bible scriptures. I hope you feel better. I'll be praying for you. Uh, so they need someone to get down there with them. They need you know, someone they need, to get messy with them. <laughs> they need someone to get messy with them. <laughs> they do, though. Like, as weird as that sounds, it's the truth. They need someone to get in the trenches with them of exactly. their own life and their own problems and say, hey, I am not judging you at all, but man, I'm concerned and I am worried about you and I care about you. And I think at that point, I mean, that's what Jesus did whenever he was, you know, talking to sinners yeah. or Samaritans or people who weren't inherently like Jewish or whatever. He talked to them in a completely different way than he did other people. You know, he he showed love and compassion every time he healed someone. It wasn't out of a necessity. It wasn't out of works it wasn't out of anything like that it was it was always out of compassion it was always out of he was moved by their love by their compassion and he cared about them and wanted to heal them and wanted to save them it was never like he was never like you know what guys i'm worried i'm just worried about your soul right now so so now that's why i'm going to preach the gospel he was concerned about their soul he was he wanted them to know god he didn't just i don't know I don't. I, don't, I no, think no, I lost I, my point I, there no, for no, a no, second. No, no, no. I, I, I hear you. Is because, uh, and and I really believe this because I've had an experience with God. Is that I think that's the thing that's missing from a lot of people's lives. Like, I and I'm not can anyone that's listening and isn't a Christian. I this is no condemnation, but I truly believe that the treasure of this life is experiencing and knowing a God who loves you. And has a like a, a a good will for you to succeed, and he's proud of you. And yeah, I mean, just like having a creator that you can relate to, and experiencing the guy who started the whole earth and makes the grass grow is yeah. if that's real, you can't argue with me that that wouldn't be the pinnacle of human existence. And right. I I believe like yeah. it is real because I I feel like I've had that experience. So I'm not saying that I don't want people to experience God. And I don't think that's valuable. That's the most valuable thing to me. But it's not always the right time to, whenever someone's hurting and broken, to take your hands on their face, open their mouth, and shove a Bible down their throat. That's not the best way to make what we just talked about and experience with God happen. Yeah, well, there's a quote. There's a quote I heard one time. That said, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. So even if you have the best of intentions, sometimes you can do horrible things. It's I mean, so right, so right. I mean, look at some of the <laughs> some of the uh, worst people in history. Their intentions were to build their homeland or to, you know, make. Make the world a better place. Make the world a better place. Their their goal, yeah, their goal wasn't. No one does bad for the sake of bad, and I, I I thoroughly believe that that no one goes out and it's like I'm just going to go out and unless you're like psychotic, but I don't Mm -hmm. think normal people are just going to go out in the streets and be like, I'm just going to kill someone because I really just want to do something really terrible today and it's going to bring me joy. No one does bad for the sake of bad, but sometimes people do bad for the sake of good, and I don't think that's a good thing. Or they do um, bad for what the sake of they see good as. Yeah, and it's kind of like a like a chaotic good type mm. person. Like they're willing to do something horrible 
for the sake of reaching an end result that they feel is right. No, so, yeah. And and I Keith, because I'm such a nerd, this this is the best example of that that I can think of is That I, was I'm a and sure, D reference, by the way. <laughs> I know, chaotic good. I uh so you've seen the X Men movies, right? Yeah. I think you're speaking directly of Magneto, who is like Yes. We are the evolution. We are the next big thing for humanity. It's time to just purge out the dross that's left and kill everyone that isn't a mutant so we can better society. That's insane. That's incredibly terrible and evil. But it's done with the intention of, oh, we're just trying to better the human race. It's time to move on. We've evolved. Yeah. And And like not to to go here, but – um, even if you look at like Hitler, like his motivation oh, wasn't like his Uh-oh. goal. What he just didn't want to kill people to kill people. Like his goal was to create the thousand year Reich to put Germany on the top of the world and create the perfect Aryan race. Mm-hmm. You know, his goal, what he wanted, he thought was good. Obviously, we know it was completely twisted and mental ter- and ter- wrong, terribly evil, terrible. Yeah. But what he thought he wanted was good. He thought he was doing something good. And what, and that's why I'm saying nobody does bad for the sake of bad. Nobody yeah. just goes out and robs someone. I mean, because the, the Bible talks like, uh, I forgot where it was, but it was like a prayer in the Bible where um, the dude's like, um, he's like, God, um, don't give me too much that I'll be greedy and arrogant, but don't give me too little so that I'll have to go out and rob to survive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. nobody goes out and just robs and steals from people just because they want to, or mm-hmm. just because it sounds like something fun to do to steal from people. They do it because they're trying to get ahead because they're trying to, in their mind, do something good, whether it's to put food on the table or, to get enough money for whatever they want. They think they're doing it for, in their mind, a good purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, and that becomes relative, kind of like what's oh, good and, and bad yeah, at that oh, point. No, so. that's, that's incredibly, like, <clears throat> you can never say that intentions justify actions. Because, never. like, never. that's not the case with any dictator that's ever happened. And that's... In in my opinion, and this is where it gets kind of messy and the human experience becomes a gray area like it's supposed to be, is that that guy who steals to feed his family, his intentions are good, but his actions are evil. It's yeah. not okay to hurt other people. To it, You can't just hurt other people in their lives to give food to people that probably do deserve it. You're, you're taking a wrong solution to fix a, a, like a problem that's worth solving. Yeah, basically. And I don't know. It it all comes down to, well, it's up for interpretation. And, and you're totally right. But let's interpret it like, I mean, I think the Bible is pretty legit. I'm not saying this is what the Bible says, but the concept presented in the Bible of treat others the way that you want to be treated is probably the best recipe for peace that yeah. has ever been presented to the human race. And that doesn't require you to believe the Bible for that to be relevant. Like, just think about it for a second. If you treated others the way you wanted to be treated and they did the same for you, I think that's the only perfect way to attain peace. I mean, honestly, I think that's the one thing that's relevant in all world religions altogether. Yeah. I mean, they all believe in treating people good. I mean, even if you look at, like, 
like um, Buddhism or Confucianism or Hinduism. Mm -hmm. I think Islam might. I'm not sure. I haven't read too much about it. I know at to some degree they probably agree in like peace. I know there's radicals out there who are kind of crazy. Oh, I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you that like 80% of the Quran is about peace and peace between your neighbors and things like that. And then there's these, just like if someone, imagine if someone took the Old Testament super literally and was like, like, hey, it says... We've got to go slaughter all the, all the, these people because they're not, because God doesn't want them in this land or whatever. Yeah, it's like, if they took, like, hey, uh, you know, it says that uh, a woman caught in adultery should be stoned, and so they started stoning people in the streets, that you would be like, Christians are terrorists, because they, if they treated it as yeah, literal, and I think the problem exactly. is that there's just because of where society is at in the Middle East, you see a lot of people taking scriptures literally when they should just be like the Bible, boiled down and distilled to pull the truth out of them. You like, honestly, dude. Like, I'm pretty, I, and I, I yeah. can't be sure because I haven't read it, but I, from what I have read on the subject, if Christians took the Old Testament as literally as extremist Muslims take the Quran, they would both look almost as terrible together. You know what I mean? Uh, but I agree. So, I mean, honestly, that makes yeah, a lot sorry, of sense. Sorry, sorry, but like, ahead. back to my point, like I believe like, no, that was good. I needed some clarification on that anyways. And you described it perfectly. So, cause I didn't want to sound like I was like, Oh, yeah. those, those Muslims, because yeah. Muslims are really cool people. So anyways, because people are really cool people. I love people. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to uh, justify everyone by their religion. Because first of all, I don't believe that my religion defines me as an individual. So, I mean, who I am as an individual like feeds into how I interact with with religion and stuff. But it doesn't. My religion doesn't define me as an individual. Mm-hmm. God gave me character. God gave me my own personality, and that's that's who I am. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so all, I don't know. All all world religions can come down and agree on this one thing. And I'm not saying yeah, like no. yay universalism because I'm not even sure about all that. But what I'm saying is we can all agree that we need to love each other. We can all agree we need to have peace with our neighbors. We need to live in unity, you know. But everyone wants to, yeah, make it a fight. They want to make it a, some kind of. Uh, it, there's yeah. always a holy war. There always needs to be some kind of cleansing, and, and some kind of purification. No, you're you're, but, you're right, man. And I just want to say to the entire world that the way that you can identify yourself as a Christian is not to say, "Well, the Bible says." That doesn't identify you as a Christian. The Bible itself, the thing that you're telling people that they need to live their lives by, if you go and really read it, process it logically, says. Love your enemies that you may be sons of your father in heaven. You know, and then and then also says, Jesus says, they will know that you are my disciples by the love that you have for one another. Like literally let it be, let your life be characterized by the love that you have for people, not characterized by the way you tie everything back to what the Bible says. Please, I'm begging you, Christians, think logically, process your faith. Do not just say this is what the Bible says or this is what my pastor says the Bible says. 
read it and process it and be a real Christian. Don't settle for what the Western world has told you is Christianity. Ha, like be be real mm-hmm. for just a second and stop saying, well, the Bible says. Sorry, that's soapbox. Soapbox. I know that that basically took it. It's taken the whole episode. No, that was good to address this, but it's totally, in my opinion, I think it's been a good conversation and still is. I mean, yeah, this has been a good topic considering that we went into this not even having a topic to talk about. We were kind of like, hey, let's just free ball it. Let's just go commando today yeah, and see what happens. Which is, so, I mean, honestly, that's like a safe space for us. <laughs> free balling it is a safe yeah. space for us because we just, I mean, the way that we have the... Yeah. Sometimes absolutely. you need some honestly, air, dude, you know? If I can be real with you, I have a real problem <laughs> with going commando. I don't know what it is. But uh, not having the most intimate layer of clothing for me is – I don't care if you put jeans on. To me, I'm still naked. Even if they're, even if I have jeans on and no underwear, yeah. I'm just yeah. – I'm like exposed. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. And But, but free-balling it in conversation means a totally different thing than free-balling it in your jeans. So <laughs> – Yeah. So I think our territory for conversation yeah. is free-balling. No, I agree. It. Our territory for attire, I think I will continue to wear the undergarments prescribed by my society. Which, yes. and, oh, and true. It's and Keith, so. let's just settle this right now. Boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Man, what kind of new age, postmodern bullcrap is that? I. <laughs> I asked you an easy question with two options, and you provided a third. You freaking millennial. That's what you people do. <laughs> you can't classify I don't like to be labeled. One of those two. I, you can't label I me. I'm not to. boxers or briefs. I'm boxer briefs. Well, I can tell you. Hey, you know what, world? I'm an old world. Okay, so I'm going to bring. Okay, I just I need to say this. I'm something. an old world fundamentalist. Boxers. Done. All right, now go ahead. Okay. There you go. So I don't know, man. I and I don't say this in like an insulting way. And I've talked to oh god people about it, and I just really I want to talk about it because I don't understand. Uh oh. The uh, people don't want to be gender oh, specified. Lord, we are now, going so here like right instead now. Of, <laughs> instead, we're going here. Right. I want to talk about it for just for a sec. And I d- I just don't. I'm not judging. I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong. I just don't. Maybe someone can help me understand. Maybe you can, or maybe yeah. someone listening can help me understand. But what is with it? Like people not wanting to be labeled as a he or a she, but a they, them. Like they, they just want to, they don't like, I don't know. The way I look at it is like, like regardless of your sexual orientation, you either have freaking gonads or you have, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I mean- <laughs> a badge. So, I mean, uh, you, no, got, bro, you got bro, one bro, or the bro. other. You you That's either not have true. male parts That's or not you true. have girl parts. And that that is No what, no 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 no. I mean, you, or you, you have could both. this is twenty seventeen and you could literally have like a Papa Dragon for a genital. Like I mean like you could like you can have <laughs> dragon genitalia. I don't know if you've seen people on the internet, but like people go into body modification. There has got to be someone out there who is actually does not have a hoo ha or a ding dong. They <laughs> they have they have just mutilated they have? themselves to the point where they self identify as a dragon. 
Well, that doesn't <laughs> see. That's that's my point. Like, at one point, they either had oh, I, guy I parts or true. girl parts. Even like even if you've mute, even if you've mutilated yourself, even if you have circumcised yourself or not circumcised, but what is it when you when you cut your ding ding off? <laughs> Castration, I think. Uh, yeah, ding yeah, dong. That was your word. I just used it. It's so funny, dude. I love it. So love it. Anyways, even if yeah. you even if you castrate yourself, say you're a guy, you castrate yourself, cut everything off. Mm-hmm. And you have literally nothing down there. At one point, you did, and you still have testosterone in your body. It's and it's I crazy. Know. You like, can almost feel, even change that. I though. don't understand. Like, it's like you can change that. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, at some like when you were born, you a doctor never pulls a baby out and says, "Oh, look, it's a no, baby." Yeah, and I'm not right. saying that in any offensive way. I just I don't understand it. Like, I know that people don't want to be specified or they don't want to be labeled or something like that. But the thing is, those labels exist throughout all of history. And it's not just with humans. It's with everything that's created, everything that's been. Even with some types yeah, of yeah, plants, right. there's male and female. So the thing is, like, you've got you've got to be one or the other. There's no such thing as I, a they. No, I, and I just don't – and I'm not, not ranting. ranting. I just, are you, are I just you don't yourself, understand you are ranting. what I'm saying. <laughs> But I <laughs> – You got a ding-ding or do you have a vag? <laughs> or do you have both? Leave I a mean, comment that, below. That's a thing too that happens sometimes. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> do you have a ding-ding no, or a vag? No, but uh, I mean I, I hear you. Oh, man. But I, I do – I don't know. Like I totally respect the LGBT community with you as there, much as I would respect anybody else. Everybody deserves love. But – Okay, it's, guys. It's, go, it's it's not just we LGBT anymore. Ben, it's yeah. like Q C L B D Y X. It just keeps going, Anyways, and people guys, are getting more and more today. free with this issue. Not sure I think it's where just Ben's a hot topic at. in culture right now see, to if he, uh, be free of social constructs back like here in a gender second, but... and race. And honestly, yeah, if you man, guys have any thoughts like, on the matter, please let me know. Please, I think this is an insult to anybody in the Join our Facebook page at Pilgrims and Prodigals. That there are people that are trans age, like and follow our page. You know, I was my birth age is thirty three, but I identify as a give us some insight on all the things that we've talked about today. That. Um, just is gender specification thing. or the uh all the oh, you know christian you stuff we've been talking about too you know just give us some I think uh, I lost you, bro. some insight let and let us know you what you guys think here um everyone trying to give how this happens i'm gonna call back i see always if he just get some alone time with you but uh but i'm happy every time it does anyways happen. yeah so i'm sorry if you want to if you like what you're of, hearing gender ambiguity and you want to like us no, I'm on not, itunes Keith, and i'm glad we're you talking can go about do it. that but we are not i'm not and sure I'm how the google you know, play store works if you justice. can like or share or we're not going to do justice or anything like that. that we have so i apologize but for that keith is probably super talking cool. right now whoever's listening and I think on that itunes we'll to, to these audio files and whoever's was funny to go there and give us a review will probably be the one that doesn't go to our facebook page like i said follow us on instagram and twitter as well and Skype has closed. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't we're, have we're pulling it back up. much left to say right now. But just because Skype so closed, I'm just kind of waiting to see if that my heart is closed. Waiting to see okay. if Ben this, gets this back on. This heart is but... open 24 seven. 
ready to just I love everybody he, and anybody. I think Ben died. Skype, buddy. Except Skype. So, I hate Skype. With please passion. pray for him. Skype can that, uh, die. Be set God on fire and back die. to life. I let guess it, it I can do one of my the weight of its own sins. One of my right, things so Christians let's, let's do back here. here at the end here. Or not. I kind of have one other thing I want to talk about super quick. Silence is So golden. I've been... So we just wanted to put a little gold in this podcast. I don't know. That's I've kind of been watching this... Calling Keith back now. Um, this anime. Some, some of you may know. It's called Skype SAO, here. Sword Art Online. And it's really cool. And I kind of I finished both. both I'm literally seasons, like I'm calling Keith back right now so we really can like good. wrap up the podcast. I know there's a lot of people who don't like them, but I thought it was really good being an MMO player myself. <laughs> um, I uh, love playing video games. Oh, look at that! So yeah, but anyways, hey, you there? Hey, I'm back. Ben, man. you there? No, I didn't. Are you still yeah, recording? I'm a professional you didn't podcast did you? All right, good. <laughs> so, anyways, I was uh, talking about. Hey, me too. I was just kind of talking to, to the people to both for a second about decide whose was funnier. Something. And cut one. Something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I was talking about uh, um, Sword Art Online and something that I kind of learned from that. <laughs> No, seriously, like <laughs> I'm sorry, Keith. I was talking about the seriousness of gender. <laughs> You're talking about sword art online, which is probably <laughs> never mind. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh, but continue, continue with your golden thought. <laughs> but anyways, like after going through all of that, it made me realize, like you know, the things that are really yeah. important in life are people, caring about people, and. Because the the premise of that show was obviously like going through this game and beating it, and then like he's does everything and risk his life to save his girl, and then in the process builds a really close knit group of friends and all of that. So I mean, life is about people. Yeah. Life isn't about just being right all the time. It's not about getting your point across and offending people. It's man, life is about people. It's about like, I love having Ben in my life and, you know, my wife and all my friends and all that stuff. Like, I just love having people around me who I know care about me and I know I can laugh with and talk to and mm-hmm. hurt with and all that stuff. Like, and I know I have people who are going to be there to fight for me. Keith, and Keith what you just expressed go, was you know? a heart so. that wants to be a part of a church. Not like a normal church, but a real yeah. church. Like literally everything you said you wanted is what you should get out of church. And you shouldn't have to deal with a ton of BS, other stuff that you don't give a rip about to get what you just asked for. Like the people are what's important anyway. Yeah. And I I mean, we don't have time to get into it today, but like you just literally captured right there what is – what is it that people want from church and what should church give people? That basically is what you just asked for and said that you care. Yeah. Like to me, that's church. If I can create an environment where all those needs are satisfied yeah. by other people that love God, everything else literally doesn't even matter. Sermon doesn't matter. 
Worship songs, doesn't matter. Yeah. Tithe, doesn't matter. Air conditioning, doesn't matter. Is it a literally nothing freaking matters except what you just described? Yeah. If you're loving people well, if you're loving God well, you're doing your best to lead a good life. You know, even if you stumble I, I love, sometimes I, and I, mess up. I love how but, uh, I love how we were talking up. about this really yeah. like freaking serious issue about the the the, the, the gender identification, <laughs> and then we and then you came back from our break, and you were like, "And you know what, guys? Uh, let's just not even talk about that anymore. Let's just." <laughs> So I think – no, 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 no. I mean I do want to do well, some I don't justice, want to offend though, people so. in talking about how I feel about it. But I don't think we have time to in this episode. And so there. Uh, now that we've addressed the issue, I think it's it's important that we eventually come back to this and revisit this. I know we don't have time in this episode, but that's something that we, we owe it to the people that we did offend to come back and talk about it more later. Or give us your, give us your valid viewpoint. Oh, by the way, Ben, God you left dang. Your work ID over at my house. God dang. Okay. Well, I might. I'm gonna probably <laughs> stop at your house on the way on the way to work. Then. Do you need a? Do you need a? Yep. Totally. Yeah. I guess All right, man. Need that. Well, I'm gonna jump off here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Woo! It's been fun. This For... has been this has been good. We should you know <laughs> not miss another yeah, I was having again. a talk with my wife about that seeing how we can work it out to where we don't have to reschedule because both of like literally we see each other on saturday sunday and tuesday and we don't even participate in each other's lives so it's hard like yeah. those two, the the two hours that it takes to do this it, it's a, it is a real sacrifice but i'm making it a pro, I'm, I'm making it a priority so that we don't have to it really miss is. any more episodes and i'll make whatever changes i have to on the back end because i really like this really love it and I appreciate, I really appreciate Joanna oh, for yeah. letting yeah. me have you yeah, for Mickey. an hour or so. No, you know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no you can't. You can't Thanks, Joanna. Mickey. We love you. <laughs> that part of my life belongs to one, and she is a woman. <laughs> Her name is Joanna. All no, right. but yeah, she's totally awesome. <laughs> Shout out to my wife, who's super awesome, super hot, and super wise. Mm. super wise keeping me wives are awesome because otherwise i would be just some other neck beard on the internet but because of her i'm different <laughs> all right yeah there you go yes. wives are this this episode praise is brought god to you by wives praise if god you don't have it. one get one can we get a praise and break if, uh, Ooh, yeah. i just want everyone mm. to know come on jesus okay sorry mm. well i just i just want I just want to bring this yes. to you Uh-oh. guys because the scriptures are important, right? And it, the Bible says, if you are burning with lust, go get yourself a wife. So if you, young men out there, you're struggling. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you have arguments quick. against that, solve all your like issues. if you have any kind of counterpoint, what does the Bible say? <laughs> let's, let's, go, well, let's go to what the Bible says. Suck what on that. What does the Bible say? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. Peace out. All right. <laughs> Later.